Hi everyone. I have you guys heard the song? If you don't know, I am Joshua. But have you heard the song? I. The hook's good. Hold on. Golly. Alright. So, that song is... I had a... I was on a show. Sonny Von Cle Cleveland does a show uh, on Wednesday mornings. I think he does a show every day. The dude puts out more content, like actual shows, broadcast. More than anyone I've ever seen in my life. It's unbelievable. But this is why he's going to be one of the best ever. If you don't know Sonny Von Cleveland, check him out. Uh, for real. But I was on there, and I'm the only follower of Jesus on there. And he's got a really big audience on YouTube. But I'm the only, out on Wednesday, I have a segment there. And I'm literally the only Jesus follower on the show. There's an atheist, and I don't really know what Sonny's beliefs are. But, uh, hi, Virginia. Um, I hope you're doing well today. So anyway, it was amazing to see the comments, especially on YouTube. And again, he's got a really big audience over there. And to see the comments, are like, talking about religion, I'm out. It, it's amazing how Jesus has this religious connotation with people it's the weirdest thing to me but i guess i understand because like that's what i thought about jesus too what i learned in a baptist church of all things god it's so not like Jesus. this is not what i'm talking about that like this is not that this i didn't plan on talking about this but listening to that song spirit lead me it's okay I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you, like those of you that watch this, that listen to it on, believe it or not, these crazy little lives that I do that don't make sense and are, read them, are, are random and like, I actually turn, put it on the podcast too. Like I, this kind of, this is like what I Am Joshua is. It's not structured. It's not a show. It's just, this is like real life. This is the closest thing I can think of to a reality show with... I'm just going to get in front of a camera. Like, that's kind of what it is. And it's going to be as random as what comes through to me, through me, whatever. But that song, hi, babe. Hey. Welcome home. Thank you. Every time I start a live, she ends up walking in. I don't know how this happens. Every time. I'm not planning this. Like, she didn't tell me she was on the way home. It was a good thing I'm a good boy now and have nothing to hide. But, like, she doesn't tell me she's coming home. So, Sonny Von Cleveland, or uh, no, 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 back, no, Spirit Lead Me, if you want to understand what a relationship is with Jesus, listen to the song, Spirit Lead Me. That's a relationship with Jesus. And I know, before you Bible thumpers start throwing things at me, I'll throw them right back too. But I know there's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But doesn't the relationship with Jesus make the Spirit more alive inside of you? Okay.
so I can move on. But I really had, I had that, got into that argument. Like, I don't call myself a Christian, and that bothers Christians, but I don't because it immediately puts me in this box of crazy religious people. I'm just crazy on my own. <laughs> like, I don't need the religious thing because I'm not religious because that's not what a relationship with Jesus is. A relationship with Jesus is a freedom that I cannot even begin there's not a vocabulary for it. And it's almost like I get annoyed when people try to convert others and they're like, you want to get saved? Hallelujah! You want to get saved? And like they put their hands on you. And like I get the whole laying on hands on things. I get it. I really do. Having the Holy Spirit flow through you and knock someone out is the, the craziest experience ever. And it's real. But people abuse that. People pervert it. In the grossest of ways. But I just... I don't think... I'll, I'm actually going to skip to something. I, I'm, I'm bouncing around here because I was going to go with One Direction and tell you about the amazing miracle. But I think Jessica is actually the one that should tell you about the miracle. And it involves my live last night. Anyway. But like... We are scaring people away from Jesus. Christians. We are scaring them to death because we are manufacturing worship. We're manufacturing what the relationship is. We're manufacturing all of it. It's robotic. It's programmed just like, well, the entertainment industry with music. It's like, give it a good hook. That Hillsong crap is not worship music. It's catchy, though. I like it. I'm not going to lie. But it's like the same thing over and over and over again. Which, Spirit Lead Me is probably... No, it's influenced music. It's true worship music. Never mind. Man, that song. This all started because of that song, Spirit Lead Me. Hold on, I'm going to play it again. Oh, wait. Dude, done chasing feelings. Spirit lead me. Like everything about this song is following Jesus and what it is. And it's all freedom. It's not shame. It's not rage. It's not ugliness. It's not, it's not um, judgment. I, I still see people. Like I listen to the Bible read, like read to me all night long. It's a great way to ward off nightmares, by the way. The devil likes to try to attack me in my sleep. It's a very uncomfortable thing when it happens. It's really, oof. Anyway, so I listen to worship music. I keep that devil, <laughs> I almost called him a curse word. I keep that devil away. And spirits, too. Anyway, but I listen to it. And like, Christians have gotten so judgmental. Like, I've gotten, I guess they've always been judgmental. But we're not supposed to judge. It's clear as day. Like, Jesus said it himself. So stop judging other people. Stop judging other Christians where they're at. Because there's some, like, a walk with Jesus is like a walk. It's a personal thing. It, it, it's a personal thing. It's not really for everybody else. Yes, worshiping together is a beautiful thing. It is. 
that the relationship is personal. It's like, okay, this is the really filthy analogy of, of what following Jesus is, but it's a personal relationship, the same one you want with your spouse, right? Like, it's the most intimate relationship you can possibly have. You, you, you're, all of your, your weaknesses, all of your fears, all of your anxieties, you just get to lay it at Jesus' feet, and that's what it gets to be. And it's about as intimate as it gets. But then when you have that intimate relationship, then you're capable of having these other intimate relationships with, like, your wife or your kids. And I've learned this firsthand. Like, I love kids. I love Brinley and Charlotte so much. And like even my love for my oldest daughter who's come back in my life and it's not as constant as the little as, as charlotte and brinley but like my love and like my the, the fact that my heart can break now and by the, the fact that my heart can break that's love that's love 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 it's the ultimate love when your heart can break when your heart can break and you don't want to go out and like do as much meth and have as much sex as you can and you just want to like just let your heart break that is what I understand love to be. And that's what I've gotten to experience because of this intimate relationship with Jesus. So let me ask, like going back to the offensive thing that I was going to say, you're in this marriage, you're in this relationship. Do you want to share that intimacy with the masses? Do you want to share your wife with the masses? That was probably too far. But that's the, you know, that's the picture I'm trying to paint. It's not for everybody else. That's why Jesus tells you to go in your prayer closet and go hide. Like put yourself in the cupboards if you have to. Stuff yourself in the refrigerator if you have to. Boy, it's funny to watch the audience go away. Anyway, when I start talking about Jesus, and I don't really care because that's what I do is talk about Jesus. Anyway, we got to get on the same page. I read something. Somebody sent me something from Australia. One of my friends over there. I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I'm not going to say his name, but I love this guy. And if you're watching, thank you for all of your encouragement. Thank you for those little messages. They make a huge difference, especially because by the time you send them, like I wake up, like when I finally look at my phone after my quiet time, I see them. And they're so encouraging, and I so appreciate it. Listen to this. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to, to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Hebrew, Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. There's so much there. But we are wanting to unite everybody, like Christians especially. Like we're, I think that, that our nature is like we want everybody to kind of join us. But we can't even agree on anything like we're not even on the same page christians are not on the same page like what religions right the way to worship which you know and again this is why i went on the rant about a personal relationship and lost half of the audience that was listening but that's that's fine it's not supposed to be popular i'm not trying to be popular but we have just perverted what 
Jesus is, I think, and we've made a mockery of what the relationship is by going out in the streets and doing this. I mean, look, I understand the marching outside of abortion clinics and shaming the people that are walking in and out of them is wrong. I don't agree with abortion, but you know what? It's not for me to go tell anyone what to do. I, it, it, we, can, we cannot act like we have permission to speak for other people. We have to meet people where they're at. That's what it's about. The relationship with Jesus is personal. What we are convicted of is personal. Now, some people like me choose to repent publicly, but that's another thing. Not everybody's supposed to do that. For me, that's what I'm called to do. Because I'm not about to start keeping secrets again, which I'm going to get into that. Guys, we, like, even the shaming other people, like, with the way that we, the way that a lot of us have, and, and I've stayed out of this, but a way that we've, I understand that there's this battle of communism versus freedom and all of that stuff. But you have to ask yourself, in your stance as a believer, are you really representing, are you being an example of who Jesus is by the way that we're speaking out against other things. I've really tried to avoid being the you know woke guy and woking other people because I've noticed that it's causing other people to hurt. I have friends that are staunch Trump supporters and friends that are staunch Democrats. And you know what? And when you actually sit and ask questions and you ask them why, there's some very specific reasons why that matter to them. Who are we to judge and lash out at those people? Yeah. Who are we to? And again, in that energy, is, is that something that Jesus would do? I don't believe that. No, he would dust his shoes off and keep going, right? She's been listening to the Bible too. Mm -hmm. um, I'm grounded in my faith and get frowned on upon films. They just do not get it. Uh, okay, I need new shingles on an investment property. That's hilarious. Speaking of shingles, I'm going to skip my lecture. I apologize. No, I'm not apologizing for it. But again, I'm calling you. Like we we can look at the world and all of the chaos going on, but Christians, like now's the time. And I'm actually going to spend more time on that. Those verses. I may do a, a thing about it. But the point. What? Before you announce your big thing, can I say my big thing? Anything you want, sweetheart. So, you'll never guess what Jesus did. Are you going to tell him? No, not your thing. But for, is it For your... uncle. Oh, listen to this. So, you know, uncle. So, by the way, if you guys don't know about uncle, really quick, like maybe 30 seconds, tell him. You do it. Uncle's. You do it. Because I already did the post in it. I can't top how great that post was. He's amazing. Go look at, go, go, uncle is, a, uncle is our friend who has not had a home in over a year, who got a home, and I don't want to run it. I want you to tell the story. Well, you he have a, he, he didn't, he has shelter now. He got a voucher to stay at a hotel. Unlimited, right? Uh, as long as he follows the rules, there's no end. It's amazing. Right, which is amazing. So he has had a job for years and years and years, same job. All while being homeless, um, 
he has been saving his money to buy a bus so that he could use his handyman skills and turn <laughs> the the benches into enough beds to sleep like five or six people. That's what he's working and saving his money towards. He doesn't even have his own bed, his own home. That's really his, and he has been saving his money so he can help all these other people. This is amazing. So I put a post up about it because I just think he's an amazing, beautiful human being. And someone messaged me, I put that up last night, someone messaged me this morning saying that they had a bus they wanted to give uncle. So I connected the two, and that's just like, like it has God written all over it, and, and him using people to deliver his 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 things like to to make things happen we are so connected to him like immediately when we first saw him outside the camps he like he was like the caretaker mm -hmm. and he just sort of he he's prophetic too and i remember him saying something to me and i looked at him and i wasn't expecting him to know the bible the guy knows every i mean like he knows the bible by memory and he's motivated to make something of himself. And he's how 80 he's years old? He's been dedicated. I, I feel in my soul he has been in this area on the streets for years because he feels he has a purpose to help everyone else out mm -hmm. there. And he's in his 60s. He's like zero fat. It's all muscle. Like, like, but he's got like guns. Like, it's all muscle, because he, he takes as good of care of himself as he can. He's had a broken bone in his leg or ankle for months. They sent, he went to the hospital, they sent him home with like a, a, you know, a brace. And it's still broken, but he's still like going at it in his purpose. And he doesn't ever, he's like the definition of obedience. And he doesn't go off track from what he believes his purpose is. Mm -hmm. And... He is wait, 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 time out. She said something that was important. The man is homeless, and he believes in his purpose. Mm -hmm. How many of you have a home? I'm not trying to shame anybody, but think about this. A homeless man, or he's, he's still, he's in a shelter, but he's being taken care of Thank now. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God, because it's freezing here. But he knows he has a purpose and that God is not done with him. What does that say for you who's watching? What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? You have a home, right? He's still... He's I'm not trying to lecture anybody, no, but seriously. In, in the room that he was given, and he gets up at 3 a.m. every day, does quiet time with God, and then he goes to work every day, works 10 to 12 hours when he can, and, and then he's out back out on the streets, like... Speaking the word, helping people. He carries around clothing, blankets, food in his work vehicle so that if he sees someone in need, he can help them. He gets in trouble from his boss because any second of downtime he has, he's like off trying to help someone. And his boss is like, dude, you're on the, the work job. Like, focus. <laughs> it's something I would do too, though. <laughs> he, literally, he's the walking angel. He is... So amazing. I love him. I know you do. Mm -hmm. He's a special, special guy. And when we knew it immediately, but he knew to it. see, I think. to see, I think, yeah, I think he did too. Mm -hmm. 
to see his progress and what God's done in his life. No, I'm not going to go there. It's been really special to watch and be a part of it and to watch how he, you know, when we go out and serve, like we, you know, usually we always go to the spot where he's going to be at or where his friends are. And that's, I mean, we go to other places too, but that's always a main spot. And just seeing how the other people respect him, that it, it says a lot. Like I keep getting these visions of him wearing a suit. Like, I want to see him in a suit so bad. Well, um, and he used to wear suits because he used to, back in the day, be a teacher in, like, Sunday schools, and he was all up in the church community mm -hmm. with the youth and everything. So that was his thing. He's a good guy. He actually was um, He was responsible for helping build Aww. Detroit. What? Virginia, says, uh, Virginia's Jessica, great. can you get him a donation from me? I'll send it to Joshua T. Berglin, okay? Uh, God you. bless you. Thank That's you. super cool. Um, so I would, and our boy says, I would, uh, I would love to make a music video ah! with him about his story. You know what, Chizoba? It would be awesome. That is a, I really think that's a great idea. And I'm actually have a meeting with a production company tomorrow here. Uh, in Minneapolis, so let's make that happen. He truly, like, I actually, I, I would love to, like, broadcast with him because his information and the way that he shares the word is a way that uh, yeah. you can I, understand. There are some people that are more comfortable on the back end of things, mm -hmm. just serving, and then there are some people that are more comfortable on the front end, and I feel like he is more comfortable on the back end of things but i can t i can see what i can do well i love Maybe his i love his voice because mm -hmm. i i would actually i can hear his voice projecting in a microphone and that kind of excites me too yeah he has wonderful things to say can we i want to shift the subject really quick to your thing well it's kind of our thing though because oh. you played a role in it so the last few days i've been on here crying about shingles not really crying well yeah kind of i've been whining because yeah. it's a lot of pain saying the word shingles a lot well i can't say that word anymore yes. <laughs> so happy because <laughs> it's not Woo! shingles Yay. what it's called though is and i found out today and by the way i want to express extreme gratitude to the medical staff um, at Hennepin, is it Hennepin County? Hennepin. Hennepin County, here in Minnesota. Uh, that hospital system, that network of doctors, even though at first the prescriptions were wrong and it probably made me worse, <laughs> I saw a different doctor today and- Shout out to this doctor. They literally said to me, we have no idea what that is. That is not shingles. It's not herpes. I don't know what that is. So they said they would look into it and get back to me. So I went home. Well, sure enough, they went home. They went, they, they got back to me and they said, oh man, it signed me out. I was like doing really good here. I'm going to pronounce it wrong. So just bear with me and you can make fun of me and mock me all you want. Um, okay. It is called, shoot, I messed it up. 
<laughs> okay, urethema. Urethema is what it is, and it sucks. <laughs> it's painful. But here's the good news: an antibiotic is what they Woo! gave me. Which they give everyone, so I'm surprised I, it took that long. I know. Like I do question why it took so long <laughs> to give me a freaking antibiotic. They like. But I don't want that to discount my gratitude because yeah. this doctor took the time to research it and pull in other doctors. Pull in another doctor. So I am grateful for that because this has been miserable for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having a fever freaking all it's day is not fun. Watching your most say something one, nice. Your most loved say one something nice. uncomfortable. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love right? you so much. Okay, we don't have to do that in front of the camera. Anyway, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so anyway, but yesterday when I went on and did the live, so here's the why we're doing this right now. This this is insane. I've been keeping this secret about you know getting fired from the movie. For we both have been keeping it because we didn't know when it was appropriate. But I really felt like God was going to say when. Like I felt that in my yeah. spirit the whole time. And like it, it mattered, but I, my mindset was, well, when is it going to be the right, like, when's it appropriate to announce it? Like what's, what is respectable, the respectable thing to do because it involves other people, right? It affects other people. So I want to be sensitive to that. I'm trying to be Christ-like here. Well, I had a whole other meaning, a whole other meaning. This, the reason why God had us wait. So last night, making a joke earlier, if you saw the beginning of the broadcast, that Jessica always walks in when I'm doing a live. Mm -hmm. it's, not a, it's not set up that way. I didn't know she was coming home last night, the day before, anything. Mm -hmm. And if you remember at the very beginning of the broadcast, she called. And it's, this is on camera, and I go, oh, I hung up on her. I don't think I'm supposed to do that. She's going to be mad at me or something <laughs> like that. Like, no, she's not going to be really mad. But she's probably not going to be really happy that I hung up on her. So next thing I know, I'm talking, doing my thing. Jessica walks in. I have no idea what's going on. I'm just talking, talking, talking. And then if you remember at the end of the broadcast, Jessica comes up and says, hey, we need to go. I said, can you please help me move the couch? Oh, yeah. Can you please help me move the couch? Because I waited. I didn't realize that's what she was doing. I was waiting. So there was a couch that somebody was coming to get from our place. And that entire time of me doing the live, the person is waiting downstairs outside, outside mm -hmm. for their couch. Yeah, with their sleeping children in the back seat. That's why they didn't come up. Right. Mm -hmm. So here you go. You wouldn't you like to tell this part? So she was actually supposed to come the night before, and she forgot, and I kind of forgot. I was busy. <laughs> uh, and then she messaged me like. An hour before he did his video, or maybe a half hour, and said, oh, what's your address? So I sent it to her and I said, I'm just going down the road quick to feed some homeless people and then, or people without homes, and then I will be back. Just call me when you're almost there. She said, my GPS at 610. So I went down the road. And I'm uh, keeping an eye on my time. Uncle was there. I wanted to like spend some time with him. And I opened my trunk, had a bunch of food, and more people than ever before at this location that I go to often 
just kept coming from all angles. They were like hanging out the windows, <laughs> popping the door open. I'm not even kidding. They were like moms asking if I had kids clothes. Just like they just kept coming. And some the one of our buddies over there, he comes out, no shoes on, tank top, and he's like, Oh hey, I made it this time when I got to see you. And he's hanging out and like it was just I kept trying to leave and I wanted to say goodbye to Uncle. So I'm looking and all of a sudden I'm late. So I'm like, oh. So I hurry and I get there and she messages me when I'm in the parking garage. She goes, I'm outside. I'm like, okay, I have to go upstairs. I'll be right down with the couch. And then I get up here and he's on. He's on. I'm on Facebook Live. So I'm trying to be patient. I'm like trying to send him mental messages. Like, okay, I need your help. I need your help. Can you be done now? But I was and focused he, on you guys. Yes, he kept going. And I kept nonchalantly trying to come over and like send the mental messages to him. And it didn't work, so finally I had to just ask him for help. However, when I get out to the car... Listen her, to this. Here's the story. When I get out to her truck, she gets out of the, the driver's seat, runs over to me, and she goes, Oh my gosh. And she's holding her phone. She said, Somebody has just broke into my house. And she's watching her ring thing. And she shows me the video. And this guy, blood pouring from his chin, he's holding it. He walks up to the front door goes... Poof, and then opens the door and just walks in. And she had called her husband. He was on the way. She had called the cops. They were they were going there. And she's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. She gets there. Apparently, the cops have him detained. Blood all over her house. She sends me the article. And apparently, he was at, like uh, being on a high-speed chase and crashed his car. Like... That's what behind, you sent me through Messenger? Yeah, oh my gosh. So he was like a fugitive. If we hadn't, like our timing wasn't so like late and awful, who she wouldn't have been looking at her phone. Mm. She would have been driving her sleeping children back, probably would have walked into the house with him there or right before he got there and God knows what would have happened. It was straight up like using all of the things to keep her and her family safe it was insane here i'm putting in the comments the uh article Absolutely so bizarre okay but this is like if you you universe everything is connected people it does that in some way like that obviously kind of proves that everything's connected right but is that a form of obedience because here's the other part that i didn't oh, tell yeah. you I felt like to, to do the live, I didn't want to come on here and talk about what I talked about. And, but I, I wasn't really even mentally prepared for it. I didn't feel great, but I, I, I could feel this pull. And I talk about this a lot, like that pull that you get, like it, it's just like dragging you somewhere, you know, like telling you like, hey, you need to do this. You need to call this person. You need to pray for this person. You need to take that risk or whatever. I felt a pull to my microphone last night. I haven't felt that pull in a long time. And he was in pajamas. You were in pajamas. And a t-shirt. He has never gone on air without putting his shoes on, let mm. alone in pajama pants and socks. It, it was so amazing because it's like you. it was like getting to see God do a miracle of one why i just felt like i needed to wait 
And I guess the lesson here is, and there is a lesson in this, I truly believe that there's a lesson here, is, and I talk, again, talk about it, that pull or that feeling, like that intuition you have in women who have the greatest intuition in the world, and that's that they date narcissists, and that, that's a whole other conversation. But, guys, pay attention to that. Like, if it seems weird, like, I shouldn't, like, I mean, really, it'd be great to get over this and or just to say it or to do it, like whatever it may be. But like you just feel it. Pay attention to that. Don't ignore it because you don't know what it can mean for you. And I didn't know what it meant. I had no idea why I waited. Like I didn't even make sense to wait. For me, I'm like, well, just tell it. But like I felt like I had to wait. And we were in agreement on it. But in that and that literally waiting and me doing that live last night played a role in that woman not being home when the kids. lady broke in with, with her kids kid. when that dude broke into her house that would could have done yep. whatever. Yep. How freaking amazing is God? Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't do that. I'm not taking credit for it. Like, how would all, I have known? All of the the puzzle pieces got a chance to shift around it's 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 amazing and i and to me it just proves god and it proves how awesome god is mm -hmm. and also it proves how being in tune with the spirit is mm -hmm. and i'm not like look i'm not trying to sit here and act like i'm some crazy anointed guy i'm not saying that i'm shoot the Holy Spirit out of my fingers and woo, I can't like I can't do any of that I don't think I mean we should try it Probably I'm gonna go walk the streets and try to zap people with the Holy Spirit tonight anyway I don't think I should do it I think you should <laughs> just to see I may try it <laughs> but how amazing is God Hold on, was there something else? Miracle? Hebrews? I already talked about Packages. Hebrews. Um, it's cool when we get to see the puzzle pieces fall into place. Usually the time gap is so great we don't see it. Melissa, that's so true. And this is also what makes me think that, like back to that Bible verse I read, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Ooh, I like that. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Are we motivating other people by lashing out at them about who they're voting for? Nope. Or the Pushing them or further the, away. Or the decisions that they make? Is shaming people doing that? That's no. Nice. It's just not. And, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do. In other words, screw COVID. I think that says that, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. I think with everything in me, like I'm not going to sit here and say the world's ending tomorrow. I'm not going there, but dude, I, 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 there's a lot going on. The schools are going um, virtual in some nearby suburbs. There. Mm, it's getting weird. It, it's I, I just 
You know, the fact that there's peace in the Middle East right now or the peace in the Middle East is happening, I mean, that's kind of part of the prophecy, right? Like when things are going to hit the fan. Yeah. So all I'm saying is this, Christians, let us not judge others, believers or not. Let us not. Can we... Can we just be an example of Christ's love without beating people over the head with the Bible? Because not everybody's ready to receive the Bible. Sometimes it takes a little bit for, to, to warm up to the Bible. Sometimes you got to start with some devotionals or just praying. And like, let allow the, whole, allow the Spirit to work in that person. It's a personal relationship. It's not a swingers party. I didn't mean to say that. I meant what? Well, I was trying to avoid saying the other one. It's it, you're, you. It's not for you to share. Like you can talk about oh. the love of Jesus. You can share your testimony, but going out and parading in the streets and yelling at the Bible and telling everybody they're going to hell is not what Jesus would want. It's just not shaming people outside of abortion clinics is not winning people to Jesus. And yeah, hell is real. Hell's also between your ears, and hell being between your freaking ears is just enough to keep people from wanting to understand who Jesus is. So when you're shaming people, you're creating more noise in their freaking head. Therefore, therefore, and I'm look, I don't support abortion, but I'm not the one pushing a, a baby out of my chode or whatever it's called i'm not i'm not the one doing it i cannot tell other people how to live their life it's not for me to do that it's not for anyone to do that because you don't you've never walked in their shoes you don't know you know you and that's why the relationship with jesus is between you and jesus now can you profess your love yes but when you're judging and shaming other people you are doing more harm to the kingdom of god than the satanist are yep very true yeah i stand by that statement Dang. yeah satanist do a better job of delivering people to jesus than religious crazy people and i get it like you, I get, I get the viewpoint. I get what you're standing on, but the shaming people and shaming Christians going out and shaming others. I don't care who funds the organizations or not. Going out and shaming people for supporting Black Lives Matter or, uh, uh, I mean, Antifa. Just, I mean, I, mean, I can't just remember. Don't shame anybody. Like, just don't shame anybody. It's not love. God love. You love know, your neighbor. Like I look at, I look at those Antifa people, and I go. You know what? Daddy, mommy wasn't there. Maybe daddy even touched them. And let me tell you something. I know a little bit about how molest, getting molested kind of screws you up in the head a little bit. I know what abuse does to you in the head. I get it. You know? I mean, thank God I had a loving, 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 amazing mother. But, but, you know, there's a lot of hurting people out there. And it's real easy to shame and mock them because they look different. But the fact is, maybe they're just hurting and need attention, and that organization just happened to support them. I don't know. I can't speak for them. You know that kids that act out are the ones that need the most attention? They just need it in the right way. And we've raised a generation of children who didn't get a lot of attention because of phones. I mean, we're all kind of guilty of it, right? Yeah, we are. 
I'm not trying to shame or judge anybody. I'm just being... No, Jessica. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know, but men don't have a vagina. Although, I don't want to get sidetracked, but you know Tampax is now advertising to men? How ironic they is it that I just it. took that picture with a bag well, of tampons? There's a men's, like, for men's leakage stuff. So Tampax probably got smart and got in on that. That's called premature ejaculation. No, it's not. Oh. I don't know if I can say that. I'm not a preacher. I can say that. And that's a real thing. Well, I feel like you... What kind of male leakage is there? He And who? Why would... When you get old, sometimes things don't function the right way. Tampax is not marketing. Tampax is not marketing to old people. The Tampax is marketing to millennial men. Um, it could be if you get in like a car accident and something doesn't work right afterwards, and you have some leakage. Like when it's women get hurt. It's no, 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 pad. Oh yeah, that's what's called. Yeah, they sell them in at home health care agents. Yeah, because like, they tried to mix the medical men's equipment places. ones with the women's ones on the shelf because they look the same to me, and I got corrected that men's ones go up higher in the front. Men don't need tampons. They need pads. at all. Yeah, men men don't have leakage. Yeah, they do. That's I completely got yeah. sidetracked, but I was probably done preaching anyway. Yeah. Listen. Let's just do a better job of being an example of love. I'm not angry anymore, by the way, if you can't tell. Um, I think it's, I really do think releasing that yesterday helped. Yeah, because now you have a cure to your uh, thing, just like you said you would. Well, I know, but I also released the secret I didn't want to keep. Yeah, and now uh, your shingles are not there anymore. I don't have shingles anymore. No, just like you said. Oh, and by the way, I didn't have a fever today either. So yesterday, as I predicted, mm -hmm. I said, I bet, I didn't say healed, right? I said that the fever would be gone. I think I covered that in the blood of Jesus last night. I think, I have to go back and watch this, but I think I said, yes. after you said you're Donald Trump, and you called me Donald Trump for saying that I was going to be healed tomorrow, completely healed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that didn't happen, but I said my fever will be gone, and, and I covered it in the blood of Jesus. I declared it, and I didn't have a fever today. And no shingles. And I don't have shingles anymore. Mm -hmm. So glad we can start. I mean, it's something else, but... <laughs> they are marketing to snowflakes married to Karens. That's hilarious. Okay, Jessica, good to see you. Bye, Jessica. All right, listen. I don't know where all of this turned. This was about as schizophrenic of a, a, a Facebook Live as you'll ever see. I feel like that's our life. But... There was some good things in there. And the story about what happened, because of, not because of last night's live, but it played a part in it. An uncle's story. An uncle's story. Like, you talk about inspiring. God is like, broken. what she shared about uncle, God is so real. God is so alive. And it is proof to me that God has a purpose for every single one of you. Amen. Goodbye. Okay,